Sacred Space on West Limerick 102. And welcome back to the second part of Sacred Space in West Limerick 102. My name is John Keeley. Lorraine Buckley is inside studio with me. Shane is on the line. And Father Fantical and Han is here in studio with us. And Lorraine, we're going to chat to Father about the Eucharistic Congress. We are indeed. Father, many people might know you as the parish priest in Rathkeel, uh, but you're also our diocesan delegate for the Eucharistic Congress. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about the Congress. What, what is a Eucharistic Congress? Great. Uh, uh, thanks a million for having me on. And I'm delighted to get this opportunity and to speak to the people listening. And... Um, a Eucharistic Congress is is a gathering of um, laity of of the church priests laity um, to concentrate on the real presence of Jesus in the Mass and to what the Lord is doing for us in the Mass. Um, it is an idea which which started in 1881 in France. It was just meant by a local bishop. Um, to uh, just to organize um, a group of people to maybe study and pray about the Mass a little bit more um, in a more concentrated way. And the idea just grew. And every four years, basically, since then, more or less, uh, the, this, this idea of a gathering, both national or international, of the Congress grew. Um, so, of course, here we are now this year, 2012, and it's now our turn. It will be the 50th International um, Congress, Eucharistic Congress. So we're very uh, fortunate to have it on this island. It is the second time, in fact, on this island that we've had a Congress. Um, our first one was really a momentous occasion in the history of this country, 1932. Uh, my dad was at it as a young boy. I have met people all around the, the county of Limerick who have said, you know, my mother was at it. Mm. I was at it. Um, I was a, an infant in my mother's arms when I was at it. Yes. And all yeah. this kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, in fact, when we were going around with the Congress bell, kind of all those stories came out. Mm. And people have been... Uh, showing me, you know, uh, this was the medal that my dad got. Or um, I saw just last week a newspaper the day after the Congress finished. Fantastic. Uh, Irish Press, I think it was, mm-hmm. um, uh, in pretty good condition. And the whole thing was just really covered with uh, photos and accounts of uh, of the Congress. And here we go again. Um and I suppose what we have to remember is it's an international Eucharistic Congress. It's such a privilege for Ireland to host it, especially Abs- as the 50th anniversary. Absolutely. Um, it's 80 years after the one in 1932. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And last May, I went to Croke Park, in fact, with a gathering of international delegates. And the, we, we were asked, the local guys were, were asked to go along to kind of make sure that there was enough of us, you know, <laughs> to give a good yeah, uh, yeah. impression. Mm. And I was, quite frankly, I was bowled over by the number of people who were there and the number of countries represented, priests and laity, delegates coming from parts of Asia, Africa, uh, South America, North America, Australia, and they had come just to check out the place, let alone come wow. to the Congress. I was really, I said, 
this is going to be a really big event. And of course, it, that was when the penny dropped for me, actually, because up to that, I just read the word on paper, you know, international. Sure. Yes. But to see, uh, to meet people, lay people um, who were, for example, you know, um, from countries where where the church is having a difficult time, uh, in Nigeria, uh, parts of China, and maybe it's it, maybe it's no harm for me just to take this opportunity now, Lorraine and John, just to say and Sean, um, you know that it doesn't really get on the airwaves much, really, on our national airwaves. That is, um, airwaves. Um, you know that there are there are Catholic Christians and there are Christians all around the world who are suffering mm-hmm. or who are being martyred mm-hmm. for their faith, standing up for Jesus. Um, this is happening particularly right now in northern Nigeria, where churches are being bombed, mm-hmm. and Catholics and, and Christians, uh, various followers of Christ, are being, um, you know, it is the suffering church um, all over again, something about which we... We have uh, knowledge, of course, in our own history, in our own, our own, our own land. But um, to get back to the Congress, um, it's, it's, I believe, going to be a great opportunity for this country just to, just to get back to to our Christian roots, and and I believe it is Jesus extending His hand to us, and I don't mean this in any corny way. Mm-hmm. Jesus extending his hand to us saying, I am with you. Mm. I am with you in my body and blood. I am with you. Um, I I care for you. I love you. And please open your hearts to my grace. You know, I mean, <clears throat> we could ask, does Ireland need this, this right now? Well, I mean, may I just say that like, like yesterday morning, there was a 16-year-old girl shot dead in Dublin. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. does Ireland need the peace of Christ? Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. uh, there's no need even to answer it, is there really? Mm-hmm. We need it right now. And I, I suppose the theme kind of encapsulates that, what you've just been speaking about as well. Communion yes. Communion with Christ and, and with one with another. With one another. It's uh, actually interesting because, of course, you mentioned 50s. It's the 50th International Congress, but, of course, it is also happening in which is, you know, the uh, 50th anniversary of the calling of the Second Vatican Council, mm-hmm. which, of course, is what the team links into, because, of course, the team was picked by Archbishop Martin in Dublin. Uh, that's right, but, of course, it comes from, it comes from a Vatican document, Lumen Gentium. And, <coughs> excuse me, and, um, yes, it is a theme which, um, which is very positive. It, 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 um, it, it both encapsulates, you know, uh, the 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 individual and the communal aspect of uh, mm. of the Eucharist. Now, what does that mean? It means that, like, when I go to mass, yes, I go as an individual, but I also go as part of a of a tradition, part of a community. So, mass is not only it is a very personal thing, but it is not a private thing. Mm. It is very much where I am linked to my brothers and sisters there at mass. Uh, the very meaning of the word companion, you know, it, it's lovely actually to go back to the Latin mm-hmm. because the Latin often gives us uh, uh, an opening into 
into the meaning of things. It's like companion, uh, companio, is to share bread with. It's actually a Eucharistic word. Mm. My friend, my companion, the one I break bread with. And of course, we do that as Catholic Christians in the Mass. So that person beside me, to my right, to my left, in front, behind, that person is my brother or sister, is my companion. Um, so uh, the the theme, um, you're, you're, which you rightly say, you know, um, uh, encapsulates uh, that... That what the what the what the Eucharist wants to do for us. It wants to open the individual to to the community around him or her, and in a world in which you know there has there is so much individualism, where communities are breaking down, and we close the door on the world, and we sit down in front of the. Um, you know the the idiot box in the corner for several hours of our existence every day mm-hmm. you know Jesus is saying uh, to us you know I love you and I want you to share my love with others of course it, it echoes a theme that we've had on the program a couple of times when we've talked about communion and community because of course to be Christian is to be in community you can't you know you can't be a Christian on your own it's a point we've made again and again I suppose that is, you know, something that the, you know the team draws out. Absolutely. You know, you know and it, it, it's 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 actually it's a wonderful idea, but it also reminds us that you know the, to be Eucharist is just as well as the real presence in the sacraments, but also we must be Eucharist with each other in community. Absolutely, absolutely, and that is why, you know, when you think about it, the the, the structure of the Mass, Holy Communion is given out within a few minutes of the end of the Mass. So that after receiving the Jesus, our mission is to go out and be Christ to others. And in actual fact, the one of the new responses um, at the sorry for the dismissal for the priest at the end of the mass, the old words were uh, "Go in peace to love and serve the Lord," which was lovely. But now we have "Go forth and proclaim the gospel with your lives." Or words to that effect, uh, go forth, evangelize the world. Um, go forth and evangelize, sorry. Um, and go forth and glorify the Lord with your life. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's yes. a real connection between what you have just received, you now have to share. You now have to share. Absolutely beautiful. So when is the um, Congress taking place? It's taking place in June? Great. It's taking place in the middle of June mm-hmm. from the 10th to the 17th. Uh, most of the Congress is happening in the RDS in Dublin, Ballsbridge. Uh, it opens on that first sun- that Sunday there, the 10th of June, in the RDS. And then uh, there are all kinds of uh, events for the following six days, mm-hmm. up until June the 16th. And then, of course, we have the the final day, the great final mass in Croke Park on Sunday, the 17th of June. Uh, if you wish, of course, if you wish to see what's the program for the whole Congress, you can go online. And if you're not 
uh, handy with a computer. I mean, I can read them out mm-hmm. very briefly here if you mm-hmm. wish Absolutely. me to. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, Sunday is in fact Sunday the tenth. Sorry, is Corpus Christi. Great day to start the Congress. And so on Monday, then, there is exploring and celebrating the whole uh, idea of of baptism. Uh, There's an ecumenical liturgy. On Tuesday, exploring the whole area of marriage and the family. On Wednesday, the 13th, celebrating ministry ordained and lay. Mm -hmm. On the 14th, that's the Thursday, uh, the whole question of justice and reconciliation. Friday the 15th, suffering and 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 the sick. Uh, Saturday, exploring the word of God and how that nourishes our communion and the presence of Mary as the hearer of the word par excellence. And then finally, the Sunday, the, the, the closing mass in Croke Park, so if somebody wanted to attend the Congress, um, do you book for one day? Great. Now, so there are seven days in total. Mm-hmm. You can book for one day or you can book for seven. Okay. Uh, or you can book for three. You can book for whatever you like. Um, the cost is, I think, for the whole seven days is €95. Euro. Now, a lot of people have been asking me, how can I be assured of a ticket for Croke Park? Mm-hmm. There are there's one definite way of doing it. If you can, if you go online, and if you're not good on the computer, you can get your ten-year-old uh, or twelve-year-old nephew or neighbour or child or whatever, because they'll do it in in in, in seconds. Um, of course, they'll use your credit card, I'm sure. But anyway, um, um, so you go online. So www dot iec 2012.ie it, It's a lovely website actually. Mm. There's a pile of stuff on it and um, lots of lots of preparatory material prayers, lots of explanations about what the Congress is about and there is a section then on the right hand side of the webpage for booking. So you just go into that you, you look at the programme and you say, yeah, I'd like to go to that day and that day and that day or whatever. And opposite each uh, day, there is a book now option. thing that you mm-hmm. click on mm-hmm. and option. And you, you click on that and then you follow the instructions and you pay with your credit card online and you book. Now, if you want to make sure of your Sunday the 17th Croke Park ticket, you could fork out 60 euro. That would give you three consecutive days uh, events in the RDS. You don't even have to go to them. You mm-hmm. can, of course, go. You have your ticket. And that will guarantee your ticket for for Croke Park event on the 17th of June, but you have to pay an extra 10, 10 euro for that. Now, that is one way, a very definite way of getting your ticket for Croke Park. Another way is every diocese is getting an allotment of tickets. We will be getting an allotment of 1,150 tickets, the Diocese of Limerick, and they will be divided. Now, that hasn't been decided yet by our diocesan administrator how exactly they will be divided out, but each parish will be getting an allotment of tickets and 
uh, then they will be distributed. In Rathkeel, what we are going to do is we're going to have um, basically a lottery mm-hmm. where you just write down if you're interested and your name will go into a hat and we pick out the first whatever number of tickets we are uh, getting and that will sort that and looking forward to that and we're also looking forward in fact like many other parishes and pastoral areas to go up to the to the congress for at least one day mm-hmm. we'll hire a bus and we'll tear off and we'll bring a bit of west limerick up to dublin and god knows it could use it that's a stop. absolutely that's a stop. one important thing i suppose that has to be said irish people have a great tendency to ignore kind of the deadlines <laughs> um, now you're tend- telling now you're telling me yeah, we tend we tend kind of, and I think this is important for people to realise. We tend to kind of show up in the day and expect that everything's going to be okay. That's not going to work for the Congress. That that is true. Because you have to remember, this is an international Congress. The security will be an issue at the Congress, particularly if ever we hear if the Pope's coming or not. Yes. So it's something to be borne in mind. You cannot just turn up on the day. That's a very good point. I suppose it's a small bit like, you know, the Hunt Museum, which is kind of world famous in Limerick City, and nobody in Limerick City goes to the Hunt Museum, only foreigners. Yeah, That's exactly. Right. Listen, guys, excuse me now for putting in. Uh, we'll really have to go for a break, but we'll come back um, and part number three and continue this. In the meantime, Father, you had a little piece of music that you asked us to play. Would you like to introduce it, please? Well, yeah, this is a, a, a group that I came across called uh, Radix. And it's just a, a little piece of music which I think will really help our prayer that no matter where we are, we can just sit in the beauty of the presence of the Lord. It's a little piece called Paradise. Thank you very much. Let me say this. Paradise to stay with you in the quiet of the sunset. Paradise to hear your voice speaking to my heart. Oh, be here with me. The day grows dim, light a fire within my soul, and for this moment, every memory fades, for only you remain. Paradise to stay with you in the quiet of the
Sacred Space on West Limerick 102. And welcome back to Sacred Space on West Limerick 102. This is the third part. Again, my name is John Keeley, joined in studio by um, Father Fante Cunahan, um, Lorraine Buckley, nearly forgot your name there for a second, <laughs> excuse me, and Shane Ambrose is still on the other end of the line. And, and Lorraine, you, you, you were chatting away to Father there in the second part about the Eucharistic Congress that's coming up from 10th of June to the 17th of June. So you've got a few more things. That's right. No, I was just wondering, Father, what um, kind of preparations are going on at diocesan level? Okay. Um, well, can I just say, first of all, that we had our bell, the diocesan bell was, uh, sorry, the international, the national bell, mm-hmm. Eucharistic Congress bell, was in Ireland back in November. It was a great hit and went all around the diocese, and um, people were um, ringing it good o. And it was St. Patrick, in fact, that uh, the story goes that, um, tradition has it, that he, he would give the present of a bell to the presbyter of the newly formed parish which he has left behind him for the priest to ring the bell to call the people to pray beautiful so the Mm. image of the bell and i saw it you know calling the people over uh calling the people together to pray um, what really struck me about the bell was the different age groups. Yes. You have the littlest children coming up to ring the bell and That's maybe right. some of the oldest members in the, the parish community. That's true. Taking great joy in ringing it. Absolutely. And, um, uh, you know, and you'd be surprised, you know. Um, I remember one wedding party coming out of the Moland <laughs> Castle in Adair and there was this uh, lady... Um, uh, and she passed me by and I said, would you like to ring the bell? And she said, well, actually, I rang it yesterday in St. <laughs> Joseph's in Limerick. <laughs> so okay. there you go. Um, so, uh, Lorraine, yeah, to get back to your very important question about the preparations. Well, of course, I mean, the main, the most important preparation is that we pray mm-hmm. that it be a great channel of grace for the whole country. Mm. You know, that it isn't just a big spectacle, a big oh, hullabaloo on mm-hmm. one day and everything 
runs off smoothly, but it will touch hearts. Uh, your heart, your listeners' hearts, my heart, and that Jesus will will change us. And God knows I need changing anyway, whatever about yourselves. All of us do. All of us do. Mm-hmm. But... Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that is the most important preparation, of course. And then there are various other things which they were doing here in the diocese. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in in no particular order, I suppose we might start with. Um, uh, well, a group of us have got together and and made a CD on the mass, kind of a question and answer thing, explaining what the mass is about. And that will be available right across the diocese very shortly. It's going to be printed uh, next week. It's already taped, uh, you know, taped, recorded. Mm-hmm. So, and um, uh, m- my good colleague sitting opposite me, I'd like to tell the listeners, Lorraine is one of the voices on the <laughs> CD. So there you go. Um, now, as well as that, um, next month we have a series of talks across the diocese, four speakers in three venues in Kilmallock, in Newcastle West, and in the Pastoral Centre in Limerick. And Lorraine, you have the all the details there. There's Father Frank Duhigg, uh, sorry, Father Frank O'Connor, mm-hmm. Noel Kerwin, Noreen Lynch, and myself are the four speakers, and we'll try and talk to you about, about prayer, what we believe, um, how we live, mm-hmm. and the Eucharist. Isn't that fantastic? Mm. Again, if anybody wants to book in for that series of talks, and we would say to you, please do book in so that um, people can be prepared. Please ring the Pastoral Centre 061-400-133, 061-400-133. I believe you're also organising a conference in March, Father. That's right. On the 10th of March, Saturday, one week before St. Patrick's Day, mm-hmm. we have a conference on the Eucharist in Mary Immaculate College in Limerick City. Bishop Donal will speak at that. And also Father Kevin Dorn, he's the man, the, they, they call him the Secretary General of the uh, International Congress uh, Committee in Ireland. Uh, he's the Chairman of the National uh, Committee, a mm-hmm. very onerous job, and he's been doing that for the past um, three years, two and a half years or so. And um, very nice fellow, uh, Dublin priest, and I think that he will um, speak very, very well. He's tremendous uh, experience now of what the whole Congress is about. And then there's a local uh, lady, um, Geraldine Buckley, wife, mother, and she presents a little... A radio program and a radio station, which we cannot mention, of course, <laughs> on the of West Limerick. Hello to our colleagues down in Ballyhara Community Radio. Absolutely. Good morning. And um, so, and again, it's a it is an opportunity to reflect on what the mass is about. And of course, I mean, anything about God is utterly mis- mysterious, mm. and mm. we try and use our intellect and our faculties to try and understand what it's about Mm -hmm. what Jesus is doing for us and of course you know it is so easy to get for anyone for priest or lay to get blasé about the mass or to think that we understand it we never understand it Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. this was one of the battles about the new translation you know you know I can't understand this language I can't understand the mass anymore well I mean I couldn't understand the mass with any kind of language you Mm -hmm. know I mean 
uh, it is it is so profound and maybe we'll get a little insight maybe we'll get a little something which will help our participation in 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 the mass which Jesus has left to his church uh, to to spread his love uh, in the world what I love about the diocesan preparations is that maybe not everybody would be able to make that trip to Dublin, but um, some of these venues are quite local, like one is here in Newcastle West, one is out in Kilmallock for East Limerick, one is the Pastoral Centre, and then Mary Immaculate College, and of course the CDs that will be available basically across the diocese and the different parishes. Sure. That, you know, this is our little way of participating in mm. the Congress. That's very true. That is very true. I, I really like that. Um, as well, of course, we've had our Congress prayer mm-hmm. going mm. around the diocese and, and a candle lit in, in every church across the diocese. Great symbolism in that. And indeed, we've had our own bell, a little group of us. We decided that the idea of the bell was so good that we've had our own one made, and that has been going around uh, the the diocese. It's a simpler one than the, than the, international, the, the national one. But it's a nice bell, nevertheless, and uh, is in its own way announcing that the Congress is coming. And of course, now it's it's only five months away. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of weeks, really. That's true. So we'd say that if you're interested in going to the Congress, please check out the website immediately or as soon as possible. That's www.iec2012.ie. If you're interested in going with your parish, I would recommend you have a chat with your PP or your pastoral council and just see what arrangements might be in place there. And maybe just to finish off this little section, Father, would you mind leading us in the Eucharistic Congress prayer? Sure, absolutely. I'd be delighted to. Lord Jesus, you were sent by the Father to gather together those who are scattered. You came among us doing good and bringing healing, announcing the word of salvation and giving the bread which lasts forever. Be our companion on life's pilgrim way. May your Holy Spirit inflame our hearts, enliven our hope and open our minds, so that together with our sisters and brothers in faith, we may recognize you in the scriptures and in the breaking of bread. May your Holy Spirit transform us into one body and lead us to walk humbly on the earth in justice and love as witnesses of your resurrection in communion with Mary, whom you gave to us as our mother at the foot of the cross. Through you may all praise, honor, and blessing be to the Father in the Holy Spirit and in the Church, now and forever. Amen. 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 We'd better go for a bit of music, I'd say. We'd better go for a third break. Thank you very much, Neil, for that, Father Fancy. And you might come back, actually, maybe later on, um, maybe in a month or two, and sure. talk to again, please. In the sure. meantime, we'll go for a piece of music, we'll come back and go through the final part, and we'll try and get through the Gospel. This one is by John Michael Talbot from his album Signatures, and it's actually entitled I Surrender. Let's listen to this.
Surrender. 